Hey lovelies, it's Andrea Hope and I'm popping in to let you know that I'm going to be reposting from last year my podcast episode about the Christmas season because I do think it's a very important topic that comes up every year. How do we as Baha'is address Christmas? Uh, of course, we have to remember that the reason we are dealing with this is because in the United States, if you're listening from the United States, you know, this is a holiday that has also become commercialized. So of course, in different countries, there might be different holidays that are celebrated widely. Um, but you know, there's this unique situation where it's the Christian version of Christmas where people are celebrating uh, Jesus's birth and there's nativity scenes and then there's also the Santa Claus and elves and all that kind of stuff version of Christmas. So because these things have kind of been combined and all that kind of thing, it's a big thing in the United States and it's something that every year Baha'is have to think about how we're talking to our children or talking to others about how we celebrate Christmas or why we don't celebrate Christmas. And I also wanted to say to remember, you know, we're not the only ones sometimes, especially when kids are in school or or even my daughter, now she's seeing the videos online and she's talking about all these Christmas-related things. Um, I can feel like, oh, we're kind of the only ones who are not celebrating this. Um, but, you know, it's not just us. There are Jewish families, there are Muslim families, Sikh. Um, there are different types of families, uh, of course, atheists. Or also there's some Christians that don't celebrate Christmas, like Jehovah Witness. So one of the things I wanted to just reassure us, you know, we're not the only ones <laughs> who are having these conversations with our kids. And it's really wonderful to be able to reach out into the community and talk to other people, not just Baha'is, about how they talk to their children about Christmas and to see what the guidance tells us. Should we celebrate Christmas because we, you know, believe that we're part of different religions or should we celebrate the Baha'i holidays in our home? So please take a listen to this episode from last year and I hope it's helpful to you. And if you want to give me any feedback on what you think or if you've learned something new, uh, my email is info at andreahope.org. I'm Andrea Hope, and this is To Mother. Episode 34, Christmas Season. Hi, I'm Andrea Hope, a poet, a wife, a mother, a Baha'i, and this is my podcast, To Mother, where I share my recommendations and insights about parenting with purpose in the modern world. So I share some quotes from the Baha'i writings that inspire me, some practical tips and resources, and sometimes my poetry or other people's poetry. And today, I really wanted to talk specifically about the Christmas season. The Christmas season is something that comes up every year in the Baha'i Mom group that I'm on on social media and I'm sure in conversations with a lot of families. Now, I'm going to talk about the Christmas season because I am in the United States and Christmas is the major holiday during this time that is usually promoted secular or non-secular in schools and, you know, just around the community. But maybe if you're in a country that's predominantly Muslim or of a different religious faith or something that you're not or maybe it's more kind of commercial and you're a more religious person I'm hoping that this could apply to other people as well but I will talk about Christmas because the dynamics of the Christmas season here in the United States and actually Christmas is celebrated all over the world even by people who are not religious or who are of different religions which we'll get into later um, the dynamics of this is that it kind of merges the religious aspect, which is the birth of Jesus and the holy story and the prophet of God, which, of course, as a person of faith, I have no problem um, joining in on and discussing. But that is merged with a more 
kind of commercial winter festive idea that actually came from pagan history and that's kind of more celebrating the winter solstice and that has developed over time to include Santa Claus and Christmas trees and stockings and lights and snowmen and all this kind of thing so um, the dynamic of that is kind of what I want to talk about how do you as a person who's religious or a person who's specifically Baha'i address this season that is definitely going to be presented to your child and your family in the community in the United States and in most countries. Um, and do you separate the religious from the secular? Do you go with the flow or do you kind of discuss it but still hold on to the Baha'i holy days and traditions as more special to your family? So I think in this case, it's really important to start with a reading from the Baha'i writings because there has been guidance from the Universal House of Justice on how to address this. So I always like starting with a reading, but I think particularly in this case, it's so important before I say anything specific to really turn to uh, recent guidance. So on behalf of the Universal House of Justice, this was written. Among the members of the Baha'i community, the celebrations of former religious dispensations should be abandoned. However, Baha'is are encouraged to consort with the followers of all religions in a spirit of friendliness and fellowship. And there is no harm in Baha'i sharing Christmas with Christian relatives or friends. Indeed, families may contain both Baha'is and non-Baha'is, and the participation by Baha'is at celebrations of Christmas or other religious observances should not be made into a source of conflict, but rather be used as an opportunity for demonstrating the honor due to other religions, and also as an incentive for developing the celebration of Baha'i holy days and anniversaries. This piece of guidance is really important to talk to Baha'is about how to strike a balance between respecting our religions and also developing the Baha'i Holy Days, which aren't as well known in the community and that are, you know, very significant for us during this time period. Of course, as a Baha'i, we believe that we are part of and represent all of the religions, but that the Baha'i faith is the relevant one for this age, and that's why we would celebrate the Baha'i Holy Days in this age. This is really something I wanted to engage with because I have a dear friend when I was in Poland who's Christian and she always like asked me about Christmas just it's automatic for her obviously because she's Christian and she's American to talk about it and then each year I have to remind her oh well we don't really celebrate Christmas and she's like oh yeah oh, I forgot oh sorry <laughs> you know and I'm like oh no it's no problem I'm not offended by it or anything but um, at the beginning, she did ask me, well, if you believe that you're from all these faiths, well, why don't you celebrate Christmas? And I just said to her, you know, from my perspective, if I believe all of the faiths, then I would want to celebrate something from all of them equally, um, not just Christmas, you know. And that's, like I said, the dynamic of where this is a holiday that has really merged like popular culture and the original Christmas story where Jesus probably wasn't born in December, but that's a whole different thing. There, There is a way that it was calculated that this would be Christmas, but I won't get into all the historical aspects of that. That's something very interesting that you can look into. But yeah, so for me, it would be like 
celebrating Christmas just because I'm in the United States or around a lot of people who celebrate Christmas and not celebrating the other religious holidays, it wouldn't really seem fair. So therefore, if someone invites me, of course, um, I would love to celebrate. I have no problem with people saying Merry Christmas to me or saying Merry Christmas to people who I know are Christians, but it's just not something in my household, even before we had children, that I was celebrating. So along with this guidance and that's a little bit of my own personal like practical explanation that I gave to someone I'll move right into my living the life tip which is to honor and develop your traditions it comes directly from this quote which says that we should use it as an opportunity to honor other religions and also an incentive for developing the celebration of Baha'i holy days so again, love the Baha'i faith so much because of this essential balance that I see here where you're not attacking other holy days. You're not saying, well, how come everyone gets to close down on Christmas and there's supposed to be a separation of religion and school and government and everything like that. You're honoring this holy day. You're honoring what other people's traditions are or beliefs, even when they're not um, completely, you know, religious, like when it's secular, I can still honor the beauty of spending time together with family, of giving gifts, of giving to charity, the beautiful lights and the music. Um, and you're honoring that and any invitation that you get, you can honor that invitation. But you're also building up the traditions of kind of the new age of your own faith and hoping that your ability to show respect and honor for other people's traditions will help you to invite them and engage them when you have a holy day. So for instance, I'm not planning on getting any kind of Gregorian New Year's or Christmas cards to send out, but I know some people have offered to send those and I lovingly receive them. And then I hope that they will also be interested to receive a Yamiha card for me or a Naru's card for me. Of course, I'll have to explain a bit more about what it is and I, I usually do, but that's something I'm thinking about this year to think about how I could invite people into uh, my religious traditions as well. A little bit more difficult with the time period in terms of meeting in person, which is hard for me because I love to meet in person. I love to hug people. I love to have people in my space. But I also love to respect people's boundaries and to respect scientists. So, you know, striking a balance there as well. And so I actually wrote about this in a group asking people of different faiths, parents of different faiths. I think I mostly got responses from mothers, <laughs> but parents of different faiths. Some of them were Christian, um, but who were more religious Christians. How do they deal with the secular aspects of the Christmas holiday? And I got a lot of responses. And so this time I would really like to just read through some of them that I found the most helpful or interesting keeping in line with the guidance that I read from the House of Justice. Now, there were people who were Muslim or who were atheists who said, oh, I just celebrate it because it's a fun time. It's a fun story of Santa. There's some magic in it. You know, just relax and celebrate whatever you want to and be you. And so, obviously, I respect those um, opinions and those are um, a joyful way to look at it. But I wanted to make sure that I... I am paying attention to the comments that are balanced with what the guidance from the writings is telling me, which is that there is no need for me as a Baha'i to continue celebrating the holy days of older religions, though I respect them and I will go to them in other people's homes, but that I need to strike a balance. So these are some of the comments that I, I found were helpful in the idea of striking the balance and maybe also helping us as parents 
not to feel so stressed, like, oh, our kids are going to feel so much like they're missing out and they're different because they're not celebrating something that everyone is interested in and celebrating. So Carmen is first, she grew up Jehovah's Witness, and so this is what she said. I grew up in a Jehovah's Witness household who don't celebrate Christmas at all. To us, it's just a normal day where we stayed home, played games, watched films, or went for a cliff or beach walk. People always used to say, don't you miss Christmas? Well, how can you miss what you never knew? Never bothered me, to be honest. Helen says, as a Christian household, we teach them the Bible story and the legend of St. Nicholas and the importance of caring for others. We taught them from a very young age that Santa is a fairy story to add some fun, but focused on the true meaning. Naz, who I believe is Muslim. They participate in school festive activities, but at home and on Christmas Day, we don't do Santa, presents, Christmas tree, or etc. We have a family meal and watch movies and play board games as all the family are home, but they don't miss out on anything because we also have our special days. Tina, I'm a Christian and have struggled with the, all the aspects you have mentioned as they don't come from the Bible. My parents always told us the truth about Santa and I have to my children. It's a nice story like the cartoons they watch. They can enjoy it, but it's nothing to do with the Bible. I tell them about the Almighty and his son Jesus Christ and don't want to put doubts in their minds if they learn that I lied to them about something. We would normally have a family get together and a big meal because it's when everyone has time off. Zainab. My daughter still gets involved in Christmas activities at school and gives and receives cards and etc. So she doesn't feel left out in the school environment. When it comes to Eid, Muslim holiday, we will be giving cards to her school friends. And when she was at nursery school on Eid, we would make biscuits to share with the staff and kids. I guess I don't want to make a big deal out of Christmas because I wouldn't want to confuse her understanding of what we celebrate and believe in. However, she is taught to respect all religions. Tina. I talk a lot about seasons and winter solstice. I actually use it as an opportunity to educate as well and explain that although they hear a lot about Christmas, lots of people used to celebrate this time of year differently depending on what they believe in. So those are some of the comments I found helpful in striking the balance of honor and developing your traditions, and I hope you found them helpful too. Some of the things I personally thought about after reading through a lot of comments and a really wonderful discussion. Um, actually, there was a person who's atheist who commented that this is really the way that we should be talking about religions. Like, even though they're atheists, they really respected the question that I posed and the way that we were engaging and talking about our different traditions without, you know, judging. So I, that was really beautiful just to have that experience from asking the question. And some people were really excited that I had listed some different religions like Jewish or Baha'i, um, Muslim, and and specifically to ask how people treat Christmas. And so there were some Baha'is in that group that didn't know that I was a Baha'i who were just like really happy to have Baha'i even mentioned. So it was just a great thread overall. But um, yeah, some of the things I thought about from reading these comments were, first of all, to try and honor the different religions throughout the year. So I do love the aspect of celebrating Christmas because it's related to Christ. I think that's what makes it different for me because I don't really feel strongly about missing out on celebrating Valentine's Day or New Year's, but I did feel more drawn to celebrate Christmas and I was trying to think about why. And yeah, that's really because it is related to Christ and it, I do believe that it's wonderful that it's inspired by that and then it developed into such a 
peaceful, joyful, um, magical holiday from the roots of it being related to Christ who came and brought so much joy, really, in the sense of giving the foundations of a new life that would you know, cleanse us from sin and that would unite people from different backgrounds and would forgive the past mistakes. And so I am attracted to that and uh, the idea that that has spread into something bigger. So an idea not to single it out in the sense of I'm only caring about Christ and Christmas and not the other religions would be for me to possibly try and make a calendar where throughout the year I teach our children about different holy days of different religions. Maybe we can go to a church service and hear carols and hear them talking about the story and then maybe during Ramadan or a different holiday we could go and be a part of those celebrations and I did that in university where they invited us to fast for one day and break the fast with them during Ramadan so that was really cool. So that was one idea. Another idea that I had when thinking about this winter solstice was to maybe decorate our home to move with the seasons, which I thought would be kind of cool because we do have the winter solstice aspect and the pagan aspect that is honoring the winter season. And then in the Baha'i faith, we celebrate Nauru's, which is not a specifically religious holiday, but we do still celebrate it as Baha'is as one of the nine days that we have off, which is the spring equinox. So I thought, oh, hey, that might be interesting each year to decorate our home in celebration of the things that winter teaches us, and then to have something for Naru's that really brings even more joy and celebration to the spring and the eternal spring of God. So these aren't things that I know for sure that I'm going to do. For now, I'm going to host a dinner because my family, who is Christian, has asked that we have it here because we have more space and we've been kind of in the bubble with my mom throughout this whole time and my sister's. And then I'm going to take the opportunity during Ayamiya or Naru's to send out cards and to teach them a bit more about what I believe and what days are special to me. So moving into the resource, what I found was an infographic. I actually found an infographic from World Religion News, and it's called A World Religion Holiday Season Calendar. I was actually surprised that Baha'i was up here. You know, sometimes uh, the Baha'i faith isn't necessarily mentioned in world religion material because it's newer and everyone doesn't know about it. And we don't have holidays in the December time period, which I also think is what makes it a little bit more unique because if you're uh, Jewish and you have Hanukkah, then it's a little bit easier maybe as a parent to say, oh, well, we don't celebrate this, but we celebrate this around the same time. But for us, really, like we don't have any Baha'i <laughs> holy day right here at the end of December, beginning of January. But because this holiday season calendar spreads from November to January, it actually includes the Day of the Covenant for the Baha'i. So it does include atheism and what I talked about, how sometimes people would just celebrate it for the secular aspects. Um, it does include Scientology. So it is something that I think it would be a good introduction. I think it'd be good to read this infographic and kind of just learn about. There were some religions up there that I hadn't known about, like a Japanese religion that I hadn't known about before. So it's a good introduction. And then from this infographic, you could kind of decide how you want to learn about these faiths or learn about the holy days and yeah, what you want to do with that information. But yeah, my resource is a world religion 
holiday season calendar from World Religion News, and I'll definitely put that link in my show notes. If you're wondering what are my show notes, that's just the page where I will write a link to the quote and the resource and anything else that is relevant to the episode. So you can find my show notes at tomother.buzzsprout.com or wherever app that you're listening to the podcast, you can probably click details and you'll see my show notes from the episode that you're listening to. So yeah, if you have any feedback on this, if you've had more experience because your kids are a bit older or if you want to respond to anything that you heard, please feel free to do so. My email is at info at andreahope.org. Of course, everything that I share here is just my reflection and my understanding, my current understanding of what the writings say and just to give people insight into like a really practical way that someone is trying to live the life as a religious person, as a Baha'i, and as a parent. But nothing I say is obviously authoritative or <laughs> or coming directly speaking on behalf of the Baha'i faith. So I'm definitely interested to hear other people's perspectives and what other people do. And I just ask that any conversation that we have is really grounded in this sense of honor and respect for religions and for one another and the writings of the Baha'i faith. That's why I like to start with a reading so that it's not just coming from my own thoughts and whims, but I'm attempting to understand this through the lens of the Baha'i faith, which I think has such powerful and insightful uh, direction on how we can go about our lives. So I wrote a short poem for this episode because I didn't have really one that fit. And it just talks about the oneness of God and religion because this is something that I was reflecting on in terms of what the attitude should be towards holidays of other religions. And so this poem is called One by Andrea Hope. From time immemorial, humans have tilted their chins, pointed or square, protruding or hardly there, up toward the shifting sky and belted out one lingering cry, why? Why do I exist among and yet above those that swim and walk and fly? Why am I, I? Why? Why do I question the questions that traverse one's restless mind? On every page of every age, prophets prescribe the words divine. Ye are one. We are one. One God, one love, one light. One simple lesson worth repeating. One hundred thousand times. To Mother is an individual initiative and provides only the personal reflections and insights of its creator, that's me. For more information about the Baha'i faith, including access to the official writings and contacts for Baha'is in your community, please visit Baha'i.org.